0: Hey there, lady, you're tuned into Wine and Gine, a lively woman's health podcast hosted by two licensed midwives, Kelly Pappas and Tiffany Alblinger. We're dragging every sister, mom, and best friend on our mission to make chatting about the female body and everything that comes along with it a normal and amusing thing. Grab a glass of wine with us while we flex our vagina expertise and dish on women's health topics each episode. Remember, you too can be a vagina expert because you have one. Hey, wine and diners, welcome back. We've missed you. We sure have. We've been busy very busy. Yeah.
1: We had our first birth of 2019.
0: That's right. Beautiful. Yeah. So great. Mm -hmm. Baby born at home. Super awesome
1: water birth. Amazing parents. You know. Super fun. Yeah. (laughs) fun.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. What are we doing right (laughs) now, Kelly? Uh,
1: We are sitting in the bathroom. With blankets over our uh, naked bottom halves, Uh sitting on stools Mm -hmm. over some
0: uh, lovely heated herbs. That's right. (laughs) We are vaginal steaming right now.
1: Living our best life, I believe is what it's called. (laughs) Recording a podcast. (laughs) While vaginal
0: steaming. So I don't know if we've told people this before, but we actually take video of all of our podcasts also. So this one's gonna be an extra <laughs> treat for everybody involved. So we're sitting in Kelly's bathroom. We've got the steam coming up into our vaginas. And we're covered. Very covered. We've got matching Mexican blankets on we our do. laps. Mm-hmm. It's so the cute. It's classy. And classy, and we're talking about vaginal steaming today with you mm-hmm. guys, and so naturally, we would do it. <laughs> of, course. of course, during the podcast. What did your husband think about that? He was um, a little
1: concerned about the video part of this, <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing I said that was, "Don't worry, our vaginas aren't going on YouTube." And he was like, "Well, they better not." Yeah, <laughs> I said, that's okay. Got it covered. Yeah, Literally he gave, covered. He gave a wonderful uh, sort of like, oh, you crazy girls laugh mm-hmm. as we walked downstairs.
0: Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So vaginal steaming is something that's kind of been circulating in popular media because Gwyneth Paltrow mm-hmm. does vaginal steaming. Yeah. So when uh, she does something. Wants can to it can be a thing, right. But Gwyneth Paltrow did not invent <laughs> no, vaginal steaming. Very much not so. No, she yeah. didn't. Um, the practice of vaginal steaming actually goes back hundreds and hundreds of years, and there's plenty of ancient text that describes this practice in all different cultures on every single continent of the world, um, the Chinese and the Korean and um, lots of cultures in Africa and even Europe mm-hmm. do or did vaginal steaming, um, how, how did you first learn about this as like a thing? As a thing,
1: I think I heard about it, probably somebody like sharing something on Facebook and I was like, that sounds
0: crazy, like kind of
1: crazy and sort of just, you know, kept scrolling and then continued to hear about it, and then in midwifery school, learned more about it, um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I tried it myself that I was like, oh, I need to talk to other people about this, because this is like something legit. I, you know, just kind of heard about it, and then again, once actually doing it, I was like, okay, I could see how everybody wants to share about it when they do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: So I think the reason it sounds crazy is because You're trying to figure out how can the steam from herbs get inside your body. Mm -hmm. I don't really understand it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I just know it works for me. Same here. And so we can. There's a lot, I think,
1: about it that a lot of people don't necessarily fully understand um, and not a ton of research specifically about. But when you pull all of this anecdotal information, you're like, there's something there. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I can't imagine it's a placebo effect experiencing what I have, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. I think the thing that I can liken it to the most is that we know that your skin is your largest organ on your body, and so, um, we believe in the validity of sits baths, Mm -hmm. like sitting in warm herbal water, um, and so it's sort of similar to that, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I, it makes sense as the steam rises and you're covered, you know, you're keeping the steam within this little, like, hot box. short of, yes, sauna. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. There's, like, not many places the steam can go. Right.
0: Right? Yeah. Besides up? Up. Uh, up and on. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I first learned about vaginal steaming from my friend, Tema mm-hmm. Mercado. She is a local midwife in our community. Um, she... Started well, she learned about this practice and she brought it to the doula group that I was in at the time. And she does La trees birth services mm-hmm. and down in Chula Vista, so she serves a lot of the Mexican population mm-hmm. in San Diego. And so, from a cultural perspective, this was something that was really important to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she shared it just very diligently, and it kind of spread really quickly in our community. Quickly, yeah. But your midwife, mm-hmm. Carly Nuttall...
1: Yeah, she um, you know, is sort of the hormonal guru and um, has all of this information about vaginal steaming and herbs and all that good stuff. And she introduced me to um, ways that I could use it postpartum and even beyond just specific early postpartum things too. And, um, you know, it was pretty life changing. It sounds kind of silly to say, but it really shifted like quite a few things in my life.
0: Yeah. So So share your like specific testimony. Like if somebody said like, Hey Kelly, have you ever heard of
1: vaginal steaming? Why? Yes. Yes, I have. (laughs) Interesting that you asked. Um, well in particular, I used it postpartum immediately, like a couple days afterwards. Um, And my midwife actually suggested to do it every single day for about 30 days. Um, I didn't get to it every single day for 30 days uh, just because of life, postpartum with kids and all that stuff. Um, But it was the first time that I sat down to do it. It was not because I was postpartum, like early postpartum. It was like the experience of it. I literally started crying. (laughs) I was like, I just felt so like loved and like. I don't know. There was something about it that just felt really um, empowering or whatever. Um, But it definitely shifted how much I bled, Um, definitely bled less that birth. And I felt almost immediately like I was recovered from birth um, in a way that I hadn't in my previous two. Um, And then I've also kind of went back to her to chat with her about um, other ways to use uh, vaginal steaming. So my husband can also attest to this, that using vaginal steaming, for myself, for, like, libido purposes has been super helpful while breastfeeding um, because I get a very, like, low interest in that while nursing. Yeah. And uh, this has been something that has been helpful um, in trying to, you know, spark the fire. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And so, like, that, so it just warms the area. And so Mm -hmm. that's what part of the, um, the nice, Aspect is of doing this practice is yeah. that it just is like a sauna for your vagina. So your well, who doesn't love a, sauna a little in bit of and then yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Like, like even sitting here right now I'm like you should do this every every podcast.
0: It's <laughs> like really the nice. Just okay, yeah. have you ever done vaginal steaming sitting next to someone else doing vaginal no, steaming? No, I have not. <laughs> I feel like we're like so much closer than we've been before. Um, we are. Fun. Um okay, so the reason that I love vaginal steaming so much is really kind of funny because I was I was believing in it and I was actually selling Tema's herbs for her to people who I thought could use it before I even tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's really good. Yeah, it was, I it was like yeah. years I would tell people to go do it. That's and I so didn't funny. do it. And it wasn't until I really put some pieces together. A couple of years ago in midwifery school, that made me realize that the, what I thought my period mm. symptoms were normal for me or normal in general. I realized that that was not true. Yeah, that was not true. So I've always had long periods, like seven or eight days. I've always had really heavy first few days. I, um, more recently, the past couple of years, have had brown. Meaning mm-hmm. yeah. before and after the, you know, duration of my period, and um, and, you think, and you think that's just having a period, yeah, right? that's yeah. Ju- and you don't really think nobody teaches you how to assess the quality of mm-hmm. the <laughs> menstruation <laughs> coming out of your right. vagina, like yeah. that's just not common yeah. knowledge, um, and so it was recommended to me again when I was talking about my period, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna totally try it. So I did, and it was incredible. I followed the directions to steam four days before my upcoming period, and I steamed until I got fresh blood. So it was like the second or third day into my period. It stopped being brown. And then at the end of my period when it was getting brown again, I steamed again Mm -hmm. for two or three days. And I did that for two cycles. And that was one year ago exactly, and I have never had to steam again for my period. I've done it for some other things. I've never steamed again for that dysfunction of my period that I experienced for 15 years. And that you assume, like, that's just how my body is. Yeah. But really, it needed some help. Yeah, totally. So I don't have brown bleeding in the beginning or the end of my period anymore. Um, I could definitely implement steaming back in because I'm noticing that my, um, cycles are not my cycles, but my menstruation is getting a little bit longer than it used to. Mm -hmm. But when I first completed the steaming a year ago, my cycles were three to four days long. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. That's life
1: changing. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: great. Super incredible. So, um, it doesn't work that way for everybody. Unfortunately, I've prescribed it lots of times to people with dysfunctional periods and sometimes it takes several applications mm-hmm. and bringing in other therapies at the same time to yeah. kind of make it work.
1: Yeah. It's certainly not like the be all end all cure all. No. A piece of a puzzle. Yeah. That can absolutely be used. Yeah.
0: And it's so non-invasive that if you can get over the fact that it's a little bit, you know, unconventional. Right. Well, then, <laughs> then you can, your vagina yeah, in. potentially yeah. get, um, get around mm-hmm. it and, and try to try it. Yeah. So, we talked a little bit about the cultural universality, what is that? Universality? Universality? Is that a- I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, changed, I changed what I was trying to say. Universatility. It is culturally <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there universal. Go. There we go. Um historically, and we've got the English doing it in the 16th and 17th century. And I, I learned that. this from Carly, um, her podcast, Birth Queens. Mm-hmm. She had the steamy chick on there, which is yes. a lady who's, like, all about herbal steamy yeah, for fabulous. vaginas. She mm-hmm. has a lot of information. She's working on a body of research. She's a super great resource. Yeah. Um, but she found out that in England, they called it... um Fumigation therapy.
1: <laughs> Fumigate that whole area, and just air it all out. Like we have to kill like little bugs <laughs> right. or something. I mean, you're kind of tenting yourself. Yeah, because, you
0: know. I guess it's kind of like I know. Totally. Or, yeah. Um, but the the reason that we don't see it practiced in our modern day, you know, medical model is because it was something that was used by mostly midwives. Yeah. And so midwives have this body of knowledge where we're utilizing low technology and low interventive therapies, mm-hmm. and herbs is definitely along the lines of yeah um, for sure skills and things that we wield, but especially especially back then when there was some when there wasn't really absolutely else. nothing yeah. else to do. Yeah. Um and so what we know historically is that when obstetrics became a thing that was dominated by male physicians, we kind of lost that body of knowledge and that's why it's not really commonplace anymore. But we And that's so many other things. Yeah. That we've lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah or that we're, we're lost for a bit. Lost.
1: And we're yeah. bringing it
0: back. Yes. Um and so I think the thing that I love about that the most is that we can come back to it Mm -hmm. and that we don't have to rely on the medical model all the time to prescribe medication or to prescribe a surgical intervention for things that we can potentially
1: solve holistically. I mean, some of the things that I've heard of vaginal steaming helping with, you... Your mind's kind of blown because you would assume, oh, the only way that you can figure that out, right, is, like, you have to go to the gynecologist and go get, like, XYZ done to your uterus, to your ovaries, to eat your water.
0: Yeah, a lot of what you end up hearing or what women in general end up hearing when they bring some of these dysfunctions to their gynecologist is... Um, oh, that's just normal for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that's a variation of how some women experience, you know, gynecological issues. Yeah. Or um, we can regulate your hormones with birth control. That's the cure all answer, uh-huh. right? There you go. Just put it that. Yeah. Or if it really causes you problems, we'll just take it out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this, just get rid of it. Not yeah. a problem. Yeah. 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 It's kind of this uh, understand or this frame of, working that you're just kind of like, well, there's a problem. Let's just like, you know, kind of brush it to the side. Yeah. Um, figure out what the symptoms are and, you know, not deal with actually what's causing those symptoms, but just deal with the um, kind of upper level stuff of like, oh, that ovary's bothering you. Let's get it
0: out of there. Yeah. You know? You yeah. don't need a bothersome ovary. Right.
1: When in reality, it could be a very happy, healthy ovary. You mm-hmm. have a whole new life waiting for it.
0: Yeah. So what are some of the things that people can use vaginal steaming for besides dysfunctional period, besides the postpartum mm-hmm. um, application that you mentioned?
1: Yeah. Uh, infections of all kinds, like yeast infections, um, you know, bacterial vaginosis, like odor related things too. I know that's a one that I've read quite a bit about, um, you know, depending on your types of odors and all that good stuff. Um, fertility, uh, fibroids, all kinds of stuff with the cervix too. Like, um, people having like dysplasia, things like that coming back, uh, certain results of your pap smears mean like, Oh, the only way to treat that is, you know, X, Y, Z when in reality you've seen, um, pretty awesome things happening with vaginal steaming for that. Um, hemorrhoids yes. is like a, is a big one. Um, and I think I'm assuming that has a lot to do with the blood flow that all the, um, kind of heat is bringing to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 I think it's multifactorial. Yes. I think that the yeah. herbs that you use are important and we'll go over that in a second about mm-hmm. like what we, what we use and why. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think just having heat and, and in some cultural practices, it's really just centering intention around yeah. paying attention to this body part for sure. Right. Yeah. Um. Also, menopause.
1: Yes. Yeah, which I think is super awesome. think I, yeah. I would love to see that generation of women embrace embrace this because I feel like it could. I don't know. Change a lot of things for a lot of. Yeah,
0: people. I mean, we're our um our moms and our you know older ladies that we love are not having an easy time. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> And I don't know if it's always been that way, or if it's the hormones in the meat or something. <laughs> yeah. but there's something happening. There's, yeah. a, there's a serious struggle in yeah. that generation with menopause and For sure. the symptoms that come along with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... It's, um share with our audience kind of like a step-by-step of how to set up a steam because some people probably can't wrap their minds around what we're actually doing. And I think a lot of times people think
1: they're like, Oh, vaginal steaming. It's like this thing that I have to like go to somebody to do or they need to like really help me. And in reality, I mean, we're happy to help, but it is, it's very straightforward. And especially if you're watching this via video, you can see like we're sitting on little stools and just chats, nothing. Um, fancy whatsoever but um getting uh some herbs would be like the number one step so depending on what you're treating you would want to reach out for certain like different types of herbs again we'll go over that in a minute and there's more information that we can uh give out in the show notes too about what to look for but um so you boil the herbs and you leave them um you know whatever herbs you get will have sort of a how to prepare them but Boiling them, simmering them for just a little bit before you uh, put them underneath some kind of stool. Usually I use a stool, but also, I mean, right behind us is my um, bathtub that you can totally sit on the ledge of that, too, and just kind of scoot your booty forward so that uh, the steam is still going to hit it. So you don't have to have a fancy steam chair Although, there's a lot of them that are really cool looking. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Google super steam awesome. chairs and yes. you'll be like,
0: wow, that's a thing. Yes,
1: it totally is. That's When I first steamed, I used like a super nice steam chair and I was like, this is the jam. But yeah. really, I mean, Tiffany's sitting on my kid's like little stool to get up to brush their teeth. So, <laughs> it totally works.
0: Yeah, no, you just need to hang your butt off of something. Yes.
1: Really. Um, and then you just uh, wrap yourself in some kind of like... Towel, robe, whatever else that's going to kind of keep all that warmth in. And you sit. Yeah. And sometimes it's – usually I'm not so chatty during my steams. It's usually much more of like a uh, mellow, quiet uh, – well, let me close the door. Mommy is steaming.
0: Yeah. it's <laughs> like a, it's, a, it's a self-care <laughs> it regimen.
1: Is. It absolutely is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's even some practitioners who say – don't bring your phone in with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Don't um, try to multitask. Yeah. Don't even like read a book. Just like be Just alone for fifteen minutes with your vagina thoughts. Yeah, it's kind of a good idea.
1: Alone with my vagina thoughts. Yeah, yeah. it's that the name of my next. That could, I, could
0: freak <laughs> people out. <laughs> I don't want to be alone with I my don't vagina, like those thoughts. vagina thoughts? <laughs> um, and so, how long do you sit over the steam? Um,
1: Well, it kind of depends on what you're doing it for. Like, for libido stuff, I do it for, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. And it's pretty quick. Um, It gives some forethought to, you know, when are we
0: going to enjoy
1: each other's company. Yeah. Um, But otherwise, usually it's about, like, 30-ish minutes, 20, 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. 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 That's what I did for my period stuff. And that's a general recommendation for the Clarifying Herb blend, which is... um, the one that applies to most people. It covers yes. the breadth of what most people are trying to do, which is just clean out the uterus, get it toned, get it working well.
1: Yeah. I um, think that that feels like an overwhelming part to people to figure out what herbs to use and whatever. And yeah. There's kind of just a general, you know, like happy uterus yeah. sort of blend that uh, can be used for a multitude of things. Now, if you're going in for like endometriosis or different things, there's a whole different like set of protocols and things like that, but...
0: Yeah, and we can help get people connected to that resource. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the way that we can help is that we can provide the blend of herbs that really does just kind of provide a general sense of health. So you'll Mm -hmm. see in our show notes a place where you guys can – um, get those herbs get step-by-step instructions um, and also interact with us if Yay. you have any questions on how to do that we want to make sure that everybody has as much information as possible yes once you do it you're gonna realize it's really just not a big deal For sure, For sure. Um, the the blends that are available have kind of uh, a base level of um, ingredients in it Mm -hmm. and so there's a few herbs that we've been studying that kind of just belong in all of them because they're just really good for reproductive health one of those is mugwort and mugwort is um is a really old herb that is in so many texts about herbology yeah that you know um, it does so much yeah hundreds and hundreds of years ago this is the only thing that they used Mm -hmm. for uterine and vaginal Anything, yeah. health issues and so a lot of it is taken internally or you mm-hmm. do its baths or something like that um but it's specific for dysfunctional periods or if you're just not bleeding so yeah. you're waiting for your period you have a long span in between periods mm-hmm. um you have cramping but not a lot of bleeding or like some of that old brown blood that we were talking about um it's also good for um, stimulating pelvic circulation and reducing uterine inflammation. And so, who does it doesn't it need more than that? Yeah, right. White sage is another really common one, and not just has a hormone regulating um, property to it, and it's also cooling. So that one is in all the most of all the blends, but also it's in the menopausal blend because it helps mm. a lot with hot flashes oh, and yeah. sudden sweat. So I. It probably is in that postpartum blend that you were using, I was going to say,
1: I noticed a lot less of that while steaming, too, this time around, versus the first two where I didn't steam. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. that's And plus, it's, it's just one of my favorites, because yeah. it actually just looks
1: beautiful in the bag. It is. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Even if I didn't do anything,
0: I'm sprinkling some of that. I just fairy want it in there. there. Yeah. And yeah. then um, the other one that I just want to share with you guys you know, in this particular episode is dandelion because that does a whole different thing. That's a liver function supporter. And when your liver is well supported, it helps regulate your hormones. And also uh, some people know dandelion as a um, detoxifier because Mm -hmm. of the way that it works with the liver, but it also just kind of helps like um, eliminate and decongest (laughs) So, just Just moving things along in your uterus. Now, the reason that we think that we've got dry, old, brown blood in the beginning or the ends of our period is because it's left over from the last period. Yeah.
1: Let that that sink in for a second. You think that it's normal, but it's
0: just chilling. You you think, oh, that's just the way that my uterus starts shedding. No. No. It's not. No, it's left over. Mm. Your uterus did not get it all out yeah. last time. That's not good. <laughs> um, we don't want none of that for you, guy Got some twenty eight day old
1: blood yeah, coming for just you. Chilling.
0: Nah. We want you nice
1: and um detoxified.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what are the reasons that people should refrain from this as a general practice?
1: During pregnancy, Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: if you think if there's like a potential that you might be pregnant, or you for sure are pregnant, um, you should not be steaming. Yeah. Um, Postpartum, I usually I won't say like, hey, just go and have fun steaming. Um, I want somebody who's actually talking, either with myself or Tiffany or like there like a midwife or somebody who
0: can help uh, them with a specific.
1: Regimen,
0: yes. yeah, 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 have a care provider walking you through doing it postpartum, yes, because the general rule for just doing it for fun, yeah, is don't do it when you're bleeding. Mm-hmm. You generally will do it before your period or after your yep. period if you're going to do it just for general health. If there's nothing going on and you just want to enjoy the experience, you won't do it when you're bleeding, and so yeah. the postpartum regimen just needs to be supervised,
1: yeah. It's a different, obviously, like, different type of
0: bleeding that's happening,
1: but um, that's kind of the, that's the difference of not doing it, like, oh, I'm going to choose, like, day three of my period to steam versus day three postpartum.
0: Yeah. You know. Exactly. Are there any other precautions that you can think of of why people shouldn't steam? I mean, I don't, I'm sure that
1: there are somewhere... Yeah, well, the sure that I can think of off the top of my head, because those are the main ones that, like, everybody sort of puts out of, like, make sure that you recognize this. Yeah, pretty general practice. Yeah.
0: Um, and so in our show notes, we're going to include a link to more instructions. So that's something that you guys want to pursue yourself, that you'll have the opportunity Yay! to... Um. look over this in a written form, okay? Yes. So this is meant just to provide just anecdotal yeah. education, make it fun, introduce you to the idea, mm-hmm. provide some legitimacy to the idea. Yeah. And for sure. those of you that are interested in actually trying it, we hope that you reach out to us so that yeah, we can please do. be in a conversation about it. That would be really, really mm-hmm. awesome for us. So you'll see that in our show notes, links of things that you can – Get, including the herbs, including mm-hmm. the instructions, but also just handy tools to yeah. facilitate a steam. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people use squatty potties to sit on because it has that cut out. Squatty potties are just cutout, wonderful to have. Right? Yeah. And then some people use hot plates to mm-hmm. keep the herbs steaming the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, another really fun thing too. So we'll have links to that for you guys to try. And do And have- if you're
1: feeling brave... Totally tag us while you're trying, Yeah, right? Like, that'd be so fun to see how you guys are yes. enjoying your steam. Yeah,
0: you freak your friends out. It's going to be great. That makes us the most yes. happy.
1: We love it when you freak your friends out. with <laughs> Vagina-related uh, information. So.
0: Yeah, but we do just want to share this as something that's available to women. So, you know, yeah. you being able to share it in all the spaces that you share other things is cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, If you have not hopped over to our Facebook community group yet, go search Wine & Wine Community so that you can get connected to all of these topics um, in between the shows and talking with other ladies about these kinds of things. We always have podcast-related discussions as they're released. And Mm -hmm. so hopping over there is where you're going to get the most information about what other people are doing around vaginal steaming. Mm -hmm. But every Wednesday we also do a live Facebook video. Yes, we do. And so you'll catch us again talking about similar things, but Mm -hmm. often going a little bit more in depth about it. Um, And uh, the primary reason for that particular media is, to engage you guys, it's an yeah. opportunity for you to ask questions, for us to answer live, In real time, yeah, um, and to be able to share more information that you care about that's mm-hmm. related to your life. That's great, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Love Love All right, funny, well, um, that is it for today, Gainers. We will see you.
1: sponsor of today's show is whole mother co a fun gift back shop that includes you the busy mama in making an impact with your purchases your partnership raises money promotes awareness and supports the mother-friendly causes you care about use code wine and at wholemotherco.com to get five dollars off your first order
0: wow kelly they made it all the way to the end what did they win
1: Lady, you've won a priceless connection with your amazing body that you've been doing your fab life in. Our hope is we've gifted you with some information and perspective you can use. Sharing is caring, and our mission is to make these topics familiar to all women. We bet you can think of three people right now who will find this episode helpful. So be a pal and share it. Lastly, you won't want to miss a thing coming up in Wine and Guide, so subscribe to get all the tasty details directly to your ears. Have a great day, vagina experts!